in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. show called hate a podcast in which we explore love hate and everything in between in such a greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective i'm john i'm nick i'm chris you know there were times in the, in the peak of this global darkness there were times when i worried that we wouldn't be able to recreate the magic <laughs> of being in a room together and yet when i see you two swearing at me through zoom i know we're gonna we're gonna be okay well, no. I, 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 to be honest, we did a couple of these at the start of lockdown where we were actually just on audio. And it, I yeah. think it lacked something, frankly. We were swearing at you then as well. Like, yeah, whenever oh, you yeah. do the intro, whenever you do the intro, we have to do something to occupy yeah. ourselves, even if the, it's, you know... The thing that was missing was you. that you didn't react. That was yeah, it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Whereas when we're, in, where, when we're together in person, you disrespect me, I, of course, give you the attention... That you so, so desperately, desperately need. It's, it's, yeah. it's the only way I've ever got attention from anybody. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm going to be a terrible parent. Like if we ever, if we ever go down that road. That's why the dog is such a shitbag because we only give her attention when she's a dickhead. <laughs> Flash forward ten years, my child is going to be like, Jonathan, where's my chocolate pudding? And I'm going to go, you can't have any, Gregory. Until you finish your vegetables, and you go, you fucking idiot, John. I don't respect you at all. <laughs> okay, son. You're you're not my real father. Well, actually, I am. I said you're not my real I father. Said, I don't think you heard. Father, I mean Jonathan. Uh, why haven't you done my tax return? Because <laughs> you're six. That's why. I'm scared of my commanding son. <laughs> His hunger for respect <laughs> knows no <laughs> bounds. <laughs> mm. So, how's everyone's week been? Oh yeah, um, yeah, fairly uneventful as far as I can recall. I, feel like I, think um... done, I don't think I've done an awful lot this week. I've just been to the forest, as I was explaining to you, which is why we're recording slightly later than planned. Ooh, uh, which was forest. very pleasant. Good, uh, can't complain. But other than that, I've just been doing some bits of work, um, and yeah, that's about it. Football has returned, however, which is wonderful. Wonderful for you. Wonderful for me. So I've been watching. I watched five games in the last three days. Okay, is that it... Nick? I do care about your week, but I've got to, I've got to, I've got to pull on this don't. thread. Um, is that an accelerated amount of football than normal? Uh, you mean pre all this? Yeah, yeah. Are they are they making up for lost time? Oh yeah, they are. So there's a lot. There's football on basically every day for the next couple of months now, um, but obviously in empty stadiums. So it's that's why they're broadcasting them all because um... they can't have anyone in the stadium. Has so, I won't watch, I, was, I won't watch all of them because I'll be a single man before too long. But um, <laughs> I will watch a few just to make up for lost time. Of have course, all the, have all the footballers kind of completely lost their edge? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you should say that, John, because yes, <laughs> it turns out um, after watching five games in three days, the actual um, ferocity, if you like, of the games has gone completely. <laughs> Wow. We're all just kind of waddling around. They are, they, are, they are a bit. 
to be honest. The pace of it is just dreadful. Ah, oh, the ball is oh, two feet away. Yeah. Oh. The best the best game I've watched um, of the five was actually Cheltenham Town, who were in the League Two playoffs. And that's saying something. And that, yeah, right, guys? And that would right? probably be at, right at the bottom of the pile. Right. I don't wanna I don't wanna be rude to Cheltenham Town or other oh, no, do it. O- do it. other teams of their stature, but it's is right, it more that like the rest of the world has been brought down to their level? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's probably not too far from the mark. Yeah, they sort of, they train twice a month, if that, you know. Because uh, like they obviously they've had this break of a hundred and three days or something like that. But that is longer than the actual gap in between seasons. So this right. is the longest they've gone without playing any football. Probably so the thing since is, they were right, kids. is that they should have, obviously, and I'm sure they will have been, especially the Premier League chaps, would have all been keeping up their fitness regimes, keep keeping working out, mm. all that stuff, I'm sure. So do you think there's a psychological element to playing games regularly? Well, yeah, I mean, playing games is very different from just being fit. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Because they've, they've upped the number of subs as well from three to five because a lot of people are getting injured. Because um, they're all brittle bones. Because, because yeah, they, they've just not got the muscle mass anymore. <laughs> That's... Oh my god! Drink some milk, for God's sake! Like, I think this is an opportunity to rebrand the sport as football apocalypse, and it's like every game somebody dies or like there's a, a colossal injury of some kind. They'll, they'll open betting markets on who's going to get injured next. I think. Yeah, it's like it's like destruction derby where cars just drive at each other to crash. Like that's yeah. what we're watching now. It's we're like, watching humans uh, crashing. It's like horse racing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if, man- if the managers Ooh. were pacing the sideline with a shotgun cocked over their arms, I yeah. think it'd be a real motivator to not fall over. That's and the striker not, not missed the, the shot. He's going to have to be destroyed. Um, <laughs> that would certainly it... reintroduce the edge, yes. Absolutely. I mean, there's the edge. There's Done. the edge for you. Is, is the issue so. not that they've gotten unfit and not that they're out of practice? Is it simply that with a break of more than 100 days, they finally discovered they don't like football? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are, there are some footballers who don't like football. That's the funny really? thing. There was a left back at Tottenham Hotspur. His name was um, Benoit Asuakotu. And he was okay. very public about the fact he did not like football. What didn't he like about it? He, just, he didn't like playing it. He didn't like the atmosphere <laughs> surrounding it. He didn't like the people involved. But it just okay. turned out he was good at it and he got paid well. So he was like, I mean, yeah, go on then. I'll play football for a, li- a few years. I have actually wondered... Not this specific thing about myself, but I've wondered whether there are whether I have a natural talent for something out there in the world that which I've never, which I've never like got into for the reason being that I don't want to because I hate the sound of it. Yeah, you know, like I might be a really good bricklayer, but I'm just like, oh, I've got no God. desire to, no desire to go. Might, out I reckon, I reckon you would be. You'll find it one day, and you'll just be like, ah, I could have made money off that. Yeah, I'll be like 98 years old. Yeah. But, but you'll still, ju- you will know. just You'll just build a conservatory at 98 and it'll be the best conservatory ever built. I'll be like, shit, this is the first I'll conservatory bury you ever in built. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've got a lot of respect for a footballer who, who kind of just hates it. Hates yeah. every minute of it. Because yeah. that's, that's like me and a lot of the jobs I've had in my life where I'm kind yeah. of like, I don't enjoy this job. But I'm apparently guess- all right at it. I guess the difference between him and you, though, John, is that he gets paid millions of pounds yeah. to do it. The thing is, knowing what football fans are like, I think it's very brave to admit you don't like football. I mean, that's definitely true. I think that's probably the biggest thing he has to worry about, really, yeah. is, is the outcry. Yeah, but at the same time, like as you said, like he doesn't like football, but he's very good at it. And I would imagine he has a certain level of fitness which will stop everyone else stealing his lunch money. That's yeah. true. 
Maybe that's the I only think, I think he might have retired now, actually. But yeah, I certainly remember at the time he, he was very vocal about the fact he did not like football at all. Just imagine him running around the pitch with like tears streaming down his yeah. face. Just like, let me go home. That's what I'm I thinking. I want to play video games. No. <laughs> like, I want to be I... a bricklayer. I want to be a... <laughs> I'm going to be the best fucking bricklayer. Yeah. I do kind of imagine like, not... In my eye, it's not necessarily that he's crying for ninety minutes. It's that he's scowling, yeah. Like he's angry. Like he really hates it. All he can think about is that half-finished conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> he like looks at the football and it turns into a brick in his vision. Like, oh, I wish, I wish. <laughs> it's like we're at training and then like managers like, okay, guys, you know, knuckle down. Here's our strategy. You two up the left, you know, strong. Sideways defense. I, I, oh, I can see you've talked football strategy before, oh, yeah. John. Yeah, this is going to be good. <laughs> what was his name again, Rev? Benoit Asuakoto. He's like, Ben, what are you doing? What's that? What's that? Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing, Gov. What is it? What you, is that a set square? What are you doing? <laughs> you put that down. You put that down and you focus. <laughs> Stop measuring up the dressing room. <laughs> What's that? In your, turn out your pockets. Is that is that mortar? Is that mortar yeah. in your pockets? You... That's, weighing, that's weighing you down for the big match. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> What's this? What's it? Grout? <laughs> Grout? <laughs> I, knew, I knew there was a reason that cement mixer was out front. <laughs> I just didn't put the pieces together. I'm trying to put the pieces together. I'm a bricklayer. Oh. Oh, when God. I talk about a defensive wall, Ben, I don't mean that lovely breeze block uh, array you stuck up outside. <laughs> Delightful. Finishing's lo- lovely. Look at the plastering, but no. <laughs> Focus on Focus. the game. <laughs> Obi's happy. Laying oh, yeah, Who knows? Hmm. Who's got a hate, anyway? Well, I've got a hate. Oh. Hit and me. by I've got a hate, I mean I don't have a hate. Oh. Um, so I've resorted... To life hacks. Oh, life hacks are back. Life hacks are back. Yeah, my my regularly repeating segment has returned with with some whoppers. This from is getting to, we're getting to the point where that we need a theme tune for this. I think. Yes. If only we I knew, agree completely. If only we knew someone who was musically talented. Yeah, if only Nick. I, <laughs> is it, is I wouldn't it, say I'm musically talented. I'm just gifted. There's a keyboard behind fashion. you. In fairness. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There is, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali does is the one who usually plays that so uh, in my defence but um, yeah I agree we should have some sort of jingle for this segment um, it's, it's basically the Nick couldn't come up with any hates segment that's the core of it really. so the really sucky part is that as your life gets better like every time you have a good week where you don't hate something about the world yeah you make our lives worse in a way by bringing bringing a life hack yeah i mean i think that's kind of the function of the podcast as a whole really like all our Mm. listeners maybe have good to to varying qualities of good weeks and then and then this comes along (laughs) i very much feel like we're here to bring people down yeah i think so (laughs) together or down or take them down with us no down all together down down with us us. Yeah. yeah yeah i want them to be as miserable as i am on a daily basis yeah agreed yeah 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 so to kick us off... Um, so to get on with that. <laughs> how, uh, how often do you uh, suffer from the issue of sitting down on a toilet seat and you find that it's cold? And that's very distressing. Too, too distressing I'll tell you to what's worse, before we get into the life hacks, than sure. sitting on and your, and your ass cold. When you lean back on the toilet... Oh, oh yeah. And it, you get your back. That's worse. Yeah, that's true. Than your ass. Than your ass. 
And and just, a yeah. lot of thoughts go through my head when I do that, and I ve- try not to do it. And that is to say that that's the inside of the lid that closes down on the waste disposal machine of my house. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, that is probably covered in some some. That's stuff. the worst bit. So don't lean back if you sit on the toilet. Don't lean. But don't, I, I, mean, I always do it. You always do. It. <laughs> well, not always. Often. <laughs> okay. Which is nice cool. to take a load off. I mean, well, yeah. in many ways, actually. But you're like, you're not gonna. Like, well, sit bolt maybe you can extend this life hack in, in that regard as well, because this life hack okay. suggests if you've got one of those toilet seats that isn't a complete hoop, but instead is like two arms that come yeah, up yeah. and there's a gap at the end. I know the ones. Yeah. Why not slide an old sock nope. onto each arm of the seat? Nope. So that no, it's that's nice not a life hack. No, that's a crime. That's, a, that's not a life hack. And, and that is that is worse. I would argue that is worse. I, I the... cannot think of anything worse than this. There is a reason your feet can't touch your ass. Yeah, it's that. Nick, and it's, it's because those two things should never mix. I have on my phone, I've typed nine, I've typed nine, and I've typed nine. And my finger is hovering <laughs> over the call button to report the crime that you've just committed. Oh, no. There's a, there's a picture of it for you. Would, I'm, I'm holding up a That's picture. ridiculous. Would I not need, though, to buy a different kind of toilet seat if, to enable me to do that hack? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the problem? I mean, you go out to B&Q, you buy a new toilet seat. That costs somewhere in the region of 25 quid. But, uh, and, a, and a pair of socks that you're willing to never wear or touch ever again. Yeah, but why not yeah. Why not split? I, I, for me, this, is, this would be, what's better or worse? Doing that and knowing you've got a pair of shitty socks lying around. <laughs> or just putting on like some really tight trousers and cutting a form-fitting hole around Uranus because it is yeah. exactly the yeah. same like the proximity of shit to fabric is pretty much this is the thing, the thing like is, those those socks even if they are old that is a one-time use surely if you leave even that, if those they're socks, old socks if you leave those socks on that toilet for more than one shit session then the yeah. spatter alone is going to be hard to stomach yeah this is why... a nightmare this is... I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do it because they'd be soggy, and you just you would instantly know where they've been. But this is why people moved away from like having carpets in bathrooms, or kind of yeah. having um, mm. that little bit of fabric you'd have around yeah, the toilet. Yeah, the little like carpet dais that surrounds yeah. your stem of your toilet. Because I'll take cold feet than just a big shitty rag on the floor. Like... The thing is, right? I've talked about this when we talked about toilet roll and multiply toilet roll and everything, and like I'm not in that room to spend an hour in comfort. I'm in that room to get in there, to do a shit, and to get out yeah. as fast as I can. Like, you're in, I, you're I... in that room <laughs> to feel as miserable as the, as the sin coming out to of your body. To feel ashamed <laughs> and to feel embarrassed. The thing is, I do some of my best work on the I'm toilet. sorry, God. In, ter- in terms of texting people. Oh, I'm right, really? my best. I, I, I'm, if I text you out of the blue, I'm on the toilet. Just so you know, for future if, reference. If it's particularly witty or clever, it's definitely toilet time. See, I think I think, I'm sitting on the toilet. I think to myself, "This is funny," and then I and then I text <laughs> whoever whoever I think will find it funny. I see. Yeah, I mean, there's something That's the to be way said. I work. There's something That's to the be said for sitting in a neutral position mm. and you're letting your brain focus on something menial, and then inspiration strikes. I often find the shower is the same for me. I, I do some mm. of my best work in the shower. But again, like I'm not, I'm not looking for a level of comfort in that space that is qualified by a need to have a shitty, sodden pair of socks. I, I, that's not an equivalent metric for me. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think it's. I agree that that is a problem um, that some people might experience a cold toilet seat. I'll give you that one. But I don't think that is the solution. Okay. Yeah. I. Th- that's my problem with it. Even if. 
you rotated those socks. And even if they were, as you say, one use, then, then you wash them. I don't think they make water hot enough to wash away the memory of what you've done to those socks. Because even if I knew they were clean, even if I knew they'd gone through like a like a high foam but that... cycle, yeah. I'd know. This is the thing. You'd be at work and you'd be like, I'm wearing my toilet socks today. Yeah. Thing is, again, I, I assume life hacks to be something that makes your life easier. Yeah. This seems to be more difficult than the the, the thing. The, I don't... The current... Thing. I, you made a good point with the toilet seat. Like I can't remember the last time I saw a toilet seat that I that, that was like this. Like there are, the ones the ones you're describing remind me of public toilets more yeah. than they do why, house toilets. Why do is they that have what a they're suggesting in? with this? Is that are they suggesting that if you go to a no, that's definitely a someone's home bathroom in the picture. Plus, I, why are those toilet seats a thing? Why do why, yeah yeah I don't get why are those toilet seats uh, a thi- why is it <laughs> why is it like the window tax? Like for a while, but they were really just knuckling down on full toilet seats. I think I think there's greater scope to accidentally nick your cock and balls on a toilet seat like that. See, I was wondering whether the the thinking is the opposite. If you have a notch at the front, there's a place for your ding dang to just drop straight through rather than catching on the. But then the they front. would get cold on the on the porcelain. Oh yeah, big time. When you I feel another. like this is this. I feel like this is opening a can of worms. When well, I hoped it would. To, when you <laughs> no. went to Japan, Nick. Yeah, did I went you, to Japan. Did you experience any of the amazing oh, toilets did. you hear about? In fact, the very first thing I did in Japan was a special toilet because we arrived in um, in the air, in the air, uh, <laughs> Sorry. airport. Where did Sorry, you, know, you didn't go to a special toilet. You did oh, yeah. a special toilet. I, I, did exper- it. I did. I experienced a special toilet. <laughs> I did a special toilet. After Mama. an eighteen-hour flight, I wish I could do a special toilet. Like that. <laughs> Mama, I did special toilet. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was desperate for a something. Can't remember which which one. You don't need to know. And uh, rushed straight after got off the plane, rushed straight to the loo in the in the airport, and it was and it was there was it was covered in controls. Um, and the first thing I noticed was that uh, when I sat down, it was warm and it had like a heating element inside nice. the seat. So nice. that's that problem solved in a more hygienic way, I would argue. Um, and then there was a button that had a musical note on it, and I was like, "Hey, hey, I've heard the stories. This must be some sort of like song that plays." And I congratulations, you've just excreted. Yeah. <laughs> And then a burst of confetti. Yeah. Um, I pressed it and it sounded like a babbling brook, like a really lovely sort of white noisy sound. And I think the idea of that was to sort of mask my uh, fecal ejection sound. So you're like, oh, finally, technology has solved the greatest problem. I'm going to I'm going to finally enjoy this crap. seamless it's amazing. the thing is is that i didn't I, I don't think i was doing a poo because i remember pressing the babbling brook button and thinking oh that's cool but i don't need that but then in the cubicle next door to me i heard a man go <laughs> and then like drop <laughs> drop something heavy into the water and i was like well it didn't work then did it because i heard him unless the last, the last unless thing I that was a recording else. that might have been a sound effect yeah <laughs> That might what? have been a sound effect encouraging you to just just hurry up and do it. Nothing puts you at ease more than hearing someone else shit because then you're like, I can do it too. I can do this. Yeah, yeah. The thing for me, even like uh, uh, in in a workplace where there might be like a ton of cubicles, even if there's like twelve cubicles, if I hear like even just one soul at the other end of a room, I just go like, uh, mm. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just completely silent. And then you hear a. <clears throat> you're like nope nope <laughs> nope nope no. I'll name that tune in one 
I think the very first, uh, the very first episode we did of this podcast, I talked about how at my previous yes, workplace there was the tiniest toilet in the world. Oh yeah, with one yeah. cubicle. Um, ah, memories. Uh, that was that... around our kitchen table in 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 our first house here in Cheltenham. I sometimes wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night, knowing that man is out there, <laughs> and like he might be doing that to someone else again. <laughs> Almost definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got more life hacks. Oh, great. Um, this is a good one. Wonderful. Do you ever find uh, how, how frustrating it is that when you're taking a group picture, you, the person taking the picture yourself, you don't get to be in it? Well, boy, howdy, do I have a hack for you? Because what, oh, if, what if one of the guys in the group picture is holding a full length mirror, right? And they position that like they position a person in the group, but they angle it so that it's got you holding the camera like a goon in like reflected in the mirror. Then you smile as you take a pic and you're in it. Isn't that? But you'd, but you'd be holding the camera. Yeah, you are absolutely holding the camera. Yeah, I've got a picture here of, of someone doing exactly that. Uh, I just can't be doing with these people. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so tired. <laughs> like, that's, an just... of, that's an act of ontological terrorism. That's so, terrifying. Yeah, I have so many issues with it because when you take a picture, like I, most of the time, we don't think about the fact that there's someone stood there holding a camera. We sort of focus on the people in the in the image. <laughs> Generally, that's what it's for, you know. Yeah. <laughs> also, where do you ha- why, do you have to bring a full length mirror with you everywhere you go? Like, never what's leave the home. Here? Never leave home without. without never it. leave home without it. No, exactly. Here's I another want to one. say something funny, but that just makes me sad. I don't. I think that everything's been said. To be honest, that is that's not a life hack. Nope. Uh, okay, this definitely is. No cup holder in your car. Why don't you take a shoe off and just jam it in? Brilliant. Jam it into a shoe in the footwell. Brilliant. So, there's. I mean, there's lots of reasons. <laughs> well, partly because you'll expose one of your toilet socks, and no one. Knows that. <laughs> yeah, to- yeah. you Everyone will look at your just bare foot and know that you put socks on the They'll toilet know. seat. They'll immediately know. Is that? Wait. So they're not. So they're saying you still keep the drink in the footwell. Yeah, like, so you put the drink in in your shoe, in the footwell of the car. Um, but then, but the, then, you how, who? How do you do the pedals without it being unsafe? Well, I've got. Is my yeah, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Surely, the, the whole exact... point of wanting a drink in the car is that it's kind of like within grabbing distance while you're yeah. driving. And I really hope it isn't in the pedal footwell. That is to say, the driving footwell, because well, that's not good. When you yeah, learn to that's weird. when you learn to drive, mm. driving instructor. And why wouldn't you have a cup holder? And there's surely there's other things you could use as a cup holder before you did that. Well, apparently not. In any in any car, you know when you learn to drive, right? Right, right. Oh sure. And the guy or lady teaching you might have that weird conversion in their car where they've got like pedals Double on pedals. both on both sides. Yes, yeah, my driving instructor. Dual control. Do you ever think about those? No, not until just now, when you brought it up. In what, in what, in what context? Well, what if you were on a really long car journey and you were like, my feet are getting a bit tired. Could you take over? Could you take over? Yeah, changing gear would be fun, because it'd be like... It'd be exciting. Third! <laughs> but why, would, why, would, why would only your feet get tired? Um, my feet do get a little tired sometimes. Yeah, my feet you know, get tired. Yeah. Just, your, just your feet. Well, if there's a lot of traffic... Use, use cruise control. Have you not got cruise control? Ooh, no. Lord, you got, no. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Look at cruise here. control. Looky here. Yeah. Just take your, your hands off the wheel and relax. And go to sleep. Yeah. Cruise control just maintains a speed. 
doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. So you reach a, you reach a speed, you click a button, and then you will not exceed or decelerate. Mm. Do you have that's good. Control? No, I've never I've never driven a car with cruise control, and none of ours have. Mm. We have um, we have a cruise control. Wow, it's pretty sweet. It's, it's, it's our rare that you uh, it's rare that you say something that genuinely impresses me, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> yeah, cruise control. Thank that's you. astounding. Yeah. Um, yeah, our, no, yeah. our smart car is automatic, which was an experience for me because I've never really driven an automatic car. Um, which... I don't even know how an automatic car works. Well, I don't know. How, it's magic, probably. Isn't oh, it? it's amazing! Yeah. yeah, you just get in Switch, witchcraft. Yeah, you just yeah. get in, uh, clap your hand, hands a few times, and uh, yeah. just wake yeah. up. Say with... the say the say the code word. You think really hard about your destination, and then go to sleep. Yeah. Cool. I, we, um, we... Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> Joking aside, wouldn't that be good? Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be good? If you could just think about being somewhere and then you go to sleep and you're there, what that'd be yeah. amazing. What I are your that. What are your thoughts on um, on uh, these self driving cars? Then, oh, I'd be if they. I mean, if they wouldn't crash and kill me, which I'm not sure whether yeah, I can ever be de- sure, which they definitely would. But if if I could be sure that they were not going to kill me, I would buy one instantly. I would go all for it. I do not give a shit about driving. I hate it. Haven't several of them of them crashed though? I mean, that's a big thing, isn't it? Yes, they. I mean. It is early days to be. There fair. are there are te- there's going to be teething problems, sadly. <laughs> sure, uh, oh, sure. That involve death. I mean, I, w- I would say that is the major concern. It's probably the biggest with, thing with you don't driverless cars that it might kill somebody. That's the one thing you don't want. Really, I feel, it? I feel I maybe because I think it's going to happen in our lifetimes. Yeah. Uh, but I I do feel I'm I'm staring down the barrel of the one thing which I'm going to be the old man who doesn't get. You know, you know what I mean. Like my grandparents never. <laughs> developed beyond have, beyond having five channels on their TV. Like they never yeah. understood, yeah, like how you could get more. It is complicated. Uh, so like I think, you know, I'm gonna be like the seventy year old guy who's like You're the only one in a Yeah, the only one who won't yeah. yeah. And everyone's going, and, and you, you that, crash all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, because I'm part blind <laughs> and my rick hits me and I can't And you've got a cup and a shoe in your footwell. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot about that, that I will one day be old and not understand Something. the modern things. But then I'm wondering to myself, what will I not understand? Here's what will be invented that I won't understand in the future? Here's the thing. I think the the older we get with technology, the more equipped we are to accept that technology evolves. Mm. So mm. like my grandparents say, none of them are alive at the moment, but that for, as, as an example, their technology level was considerably lower than like my parents, for example, who have lived mm. through a massive change, and then we've lived through an even greater change. So we're potentially more equipped to deal with it later on. But there may still come a time when we're like, "What's this?" I think I, I, I do. Yeah, and I, I think <laughs> if you'd asked me like ten years ago, I would have a hundred percent been with you and said, "No, no, I, I get it. Like I've grown up with technology. We're going to be young forever. Yeah, yeah. forever, forever, forever." <laughs> Forever. Slow transition to, to the nursing yeah. home. You're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> John in a pile up of cars. <laughs> um but no, I and I, I I yeah, I did agree with you, but then the last ten oh. years happened and I kind of just discovered how tired I am all the time. <laughs> and I, I I don't think I don't think the reason I'm starting to realise why I think the reason people get old and stop being able to keep up with it is not that they don't understand it, it's that they're just so tired. They just give they up. Have, yeah. They have, That's probably a good shout, actually. They have no capacity to learn. Because you're just like, like, fuck this. I've been I've been working for like 40 years and raising my ungrateful children. <laughs> Father! <laughs> my Father, terrifying child. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me whip you again, Father. Come here at once and make me a fish finger sandwich. 
You see, this is why I know I'm not going to be a good parent because I've got um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just me and the cat in the house right now, and he's staring at me. He's sitting right next to me on a he's piece of paper on the floor. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's maneuvered himself perfectly onto the paper and just sitting there occasionally. Yeah, what is it? It would be remiss of me, John, not to ask why there is a piece of paper on the floor. Well, it's um, that sounds like a hazard. Yeah. Well, it's not really. Um, it's not really one piece of paper. I should clarify. It's um. It's like one of those flip... It's a book. It's like those flip charts that you... Uh... It's, a, it's a book. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a roll of, it's a roll of paper from a flip chart that's okay. on the floor. Oh. It would be remiss of me, John, not to ask why there's a flip chart on the floor. Yeah, I think that asks, answers more questions. Asks more... Yeah. Oh, forget it. Why is there a flip chart on the floor? Um, that sounds irresponsible. Because I'm decorating a cupboard. And right. the cupboard it was in... I, I, and okay. I had to take stuff out of the cupboard to do the decoration. I know, I understand. This is a bad, that's, that's context. This is a that's bad context. story. This is it isn't interesting. I don't think. No, it's um, not I'm gonna I'm gonna end my hate segment with one final life hack, on, and I want me. you to tell me. I want you to tell me whether this is um, common knowledge. Okay. 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 If you need to pee or smoke at a bar, place Wait. in your coaster. So you're at a pub. You got a drink. Half half drunk down. Right. Shit. I need a piss. Mm. I'm on my own. Right, but I've got a good spot. I've got a chair at a table. It's all fucking peachy mm. for me right now. I need to go for a piss. If I place my coaster on top of my drink, this is universal bar language for "I'm coming back," which prevents no. you from losing your drink and your seat. No, no, no. I've never heard of that. No, I would, I would ask the barman. I think I would say, "Can you just watch my drink for a minute? I'm going for a pee." But no, he's not going to keep your seat for you. Why? Exactly. It's like a really good way. To... I, would, I would rather write an aggressive note, I think. Well, I'd pin it to your drink. Yeah, and just say, this is my drink. Hand mitts off. You this drink. is my drink. You you dick. No no context for who my is. Yeah, yeah. This no, is, you don't need context. This is my drink. I, this is my drink, I, not yours. I think this is sort of. I think this is like when uh, when the Russian army was uh, retreating from uh, the Germans, and they knew they were giving up land, so they would burn it to stop to stop other people enjoying it. I think this is yeah. like that. I think if I think this is it. Yeah. If you're leaving like half a drink, you know something's going to happen to it. You might as well just tip it out on the bar, just out of spite. Yeah. This is know, the thing. Like, half. I think you're right. I think this 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 uh, Raoul, who of course writes all the life. Oh yeah. yeah. He wrote this one uh, with, with a really dark in, in t- uh, ulterior motive. And the, and the idea was, if I spread this myth, then it will keep tables constantly freeing up in pubs. And I'll finally get to sit down because Raul never gets to sit down in pubs. Ra- oddly enough, Raul has coped remarkably well during self-isolation. In fact, he didn't even notice. His masters didn't really tell him what's going on. <laughs> no, Raul it- doesn't need to know about current affairs. Raul likes to imagine what it's like to go to a pub and to actually like interact with people. And, uh, you know, he read a book once and this is the opinion he got. He doesn't really have a concept for a pub. He's just using words he's heard. I've barely got a concept for a pub anymore. I don't, At the moment, oh, yeah. Fuck oh, the cat's on the table. Oh, well, uh, hello, hello cat. Good. He's had enough of the flip chart. Okay. He's going he's gonna to maul, maul you in a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, body language <laughs> tells me he's either going to take a massive crap on the table or he's going to um, pull my eyes out. Well, that'll yeah. be uh, that'll be exciting either way. I guess. That'd be great. I think we should. Yeah, that'll be good audio. That'd be great that. audio. We could, uh, we could enter that into a competition. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's uh, that's my that, that's end of segment. Life hacks. Life hacks. 
I, bitches. I basically can say, I'm just, I'm just, just to my John's final thoughts. John's um, final thoughts. John's final thoughts. I do consider putting a beer mat on top of your drink kind of spiritually the same as putting socks on a toilet seat because something's getting That's contaminated. That's so there. true. I didn't even think of that aspect. Yeah. yeah. Why not, Isn't it amazing that we're all thinking about germs all the time Why, now? why not yeah. just, take, why not just take your sock off and put it over your pint glass? For there God you go. Sake. This this uh, this segment has been sponsored by footwear. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just footwear in general. Like, just footwear. Brought to you by footwear. Yeah, no specific brand. Just all as, all of it. No, Spots. I mean, like, not to go off on too much of a tangent because I'm trying to end my section here. But like, have you ever noticed that sometimes you'll see an ad and it'll be like for milk, and it's like there's no brand. There's no yeah. like the concept. Who, of milk. Who's yeah? Who's paying for this? <laughs> Who owns milk? Well, Brought say, to you by apples. What? You used to get adverts for um, eggs. Yeah, exactly. Eggs, yeah. eggs come from everywhere. I yeah, mean, if, I mean, they come from chickens. But if you uh, if you grew up in the UK, you probably remember eggs, fast food, and good for you. The cat's back. Hello, cat. <laughs> it's worth me asking: How many international listeners do we have? Uh, Two. Oh, at least one. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Sorry, the cat is just running right. Over. Yeah, yeah, you, you get get your cat in order, John. Yeah, yeah. John Bradley. What's your opinion? Yeah, no. Uh, okay, yeah, no. Okay. Headbutt the mic. Why not? Do it. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to get mauled, John. Yeah, this we'll is going to be great. Okay, okay, Bradley. I've started screen capturing. Bradley, Bradley is headbutting the microphone. Okay, yeah, he's moving the mic down. Yeah, okay. I can see. I can see the mic moving. Bradley, now. what are you doing? For God's sake! I mean, he wants something, but I I, I checked with him. Validation. Yeah, but what is it, Bradley? What is Tell it? Tell him he needs to grow up. Do I have to like your post on Instagram? Hey, has anyone else got a hate, though? I've got a hate while John's distracted. <laughs> right. Quick, jump in. Take control. My my hate is trying to acquire refunds. Okay, okay. Now, as a consumer, I don't think I should have to try so hard <laughs> to get to get my fucking money. Okay, you two keep, talk- <laughs> you two, you two keep bringing the comedy. You carry, I'm going carry- to deal with this cat. Okay, great. You carry on. I'll be John. back. So you talking? So I was. We are talking. Yeah. We are talking. You're interrupting the talking as, yeah, you're, as you're leaving the actual podcast. Now here. it's really hard to continue. Um, yeah. Well, I was going. I'll carry. I'm just going to carry just on. Just please do. I was due to go on a stag do. Oh, okay. Um, which many of you will be familiar with, apart from our international listener. Um, <laughs> we, we should call it a bachelor party. Okay. Um, in Poland this summer. Oh. So I booked my flights accordingly and I was going to go direct from Poland to Dublin sure. because I was going to a football tournament in Dublin. Delightful. Um, with Ryanair. So I've been trying for the best part of two and a half months to get my money and it is incredibly difficult. And I don't know why. I don't know why they're making it so difficult for me to get what is mine. Especially knowing as many transport, uh, book, booking ahead transport services mm. know there's a really good reason for why, because there is a killer virus out there that is murdering people. Yeah. So they, they've cancelled the flights, fair enough, but they keep sending me emails going, oh, we're having trouble um, processing <laughs> refunds because we've Very got funny. so many at the moment. Yes, <laughs> here he is. Not, the cat whisperer. I'm not editing uh, that. <laughs> so, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's natural, um, organic. So obviously a lot of flights have been cancelled. So I, they've been sending emails going, oh, we've got these vouchers for future flights. I'm like, well, I don't know when I'm going to be able to use them and how I'm going to be able to use them. So just give me my money. Mm. Yeah. And here's, they, how, they here's how simple At it the is. moment, they are not. I gave you some money for an equivalent mm. service. 
You have not delivered the service, so I would like yeah. the money, please. Thank you. Yeah. Good day. I hear it. So the stag was supposed to be next weekend, and the flight was obviously cancelled a little while ago. Um, yeah. But there's, they're just, they keep sending emails saying either take the voucher or your refund will take a while, which is obviously their tactic to try and um, fob me off with uh, a voucher. Bullshit. So reading, reading, but it's a, it's a lot of effort for me to get what about eighty quid back. Yeah. So, but I, but I want it. Reading between the lines, I'm guessing you were you were trying to fly somewhere, which got cancelled, and you haven't yeah. gotten a refund. And I can't saying, believe you, I can't believe you got it wrong so badly, John. That's just completely. Yeah, we were actually we were actually talking about Pixies. Yeah. Oh. The Pixie delivery service. Oh, so yeah. nicely done. So they offered you and there was, a voucher. So so they've offered me a voucher for a future f- travel, but fuck knows when I'm going to be able to travel again. Exactly. Maybe never. So just just give me my money. <laughs> When I was in my first year of uni, uh, I was in catered halls, so we got like a breakfast. And, yeah, very nice. Yeah, got very breakfast, nice. very posh. breakfast and uh, an evening meal. Ooh. I remember once at breakfast they had like these kind of like a chickeny, or maybe doesn't matter. But anyway, they served like these kind of chicken nugget kind of things. And I remember biting into one, and it was nothing oh, but no. bone. Oh my god! Oh no! It, it was literally oh. like a pile of bones uh, wrapped yeah, in good. wrapped in bread. Oh, that's not and I remember go, going back to the kitchen and saying, "Hey, hey, um, just just found this nugget, just a pile of bones." And they go, <laughs> and they go like, <laughs> and they go like, "Oh, do you want another one?" It's like, "No, no, I don't actually. No, I don't. I, I, no, I don't. I've really fallen want... out of the romance has has, has ended." <laughs> <laughs> do you want another one? Um, no, I want five more. Please. I'll, be, I'll be honest. As soon as I bit into this, the trust was gone. <laughs> yeah. The contract. No, yeah, no, the best. The best answer would be. To, do you want another one? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> would you? Would you eat another one? Tell me if there was a chance that you bit into a chicken nugget and it was just bones like this. Would you take that chance? <laughs> answer now. <laughs> how, in general, how are you at getting refunds, Rev? I kind of imagine that you could be belligerent. Yeah, I'm, yeah, relentless. I've talked my way out of. Um, well, I've, I'd certainly talked Liz out of. Um, parking tickets uh, previously. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm all right. I, I'm quite belligerent when it comes to things like that. I'll send strongly worded letters. I once complained to a football club um, uh, clubhouse because I got threatened by a bouncer, and they uh, reprimanded the bouncer and apologised to me. Nice. <laughs> That's how it's done. Which was which was pretty good. <laughs> Did they make him like? Come into the room and like supplant himself in front of you. I don't know. He was a big bloke. <laughs> a I mean, I'm glad cool. I wasn't there when they reprimanded him. Yeah, you did He'd it. Have me. Did it for he the safety of your own home. <laughs> what did you do? I didn't do anything. I'll t- well, I'll tell you the story since you've asked. Um, so Gillingham had just won at Walsall, and I was in the Walsall clubhouse afterwards with a couple of friends. There's your mistake. Um, and we thought, well, because the, the train station at Walsall is literally over the road from the ground. So we thought, <laughs> oh, we'll get a beer for the train back to Birmingham, which is about a 20-minute train. Uh, and it was plastic um, beer glasses. So we're like, we'll ask the barmaid if it's okay. Da, 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 da. So she said, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Take them out. So we grabbed our beer and then we went to walk out the door and these two massive blokes were like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, what do you think you're doing? What do you think you're doing? Whoa. And they, they basically ushered us back without, they didn't push us, but they were as good as pushing us back. And we were like, oh no, we talked to uh, the barmaid and she said it was fine. Oh, right. oh well, I didn't say it was fine, did I? Oh, fucking, oh. And I was like, all right, just calm down. We're <laughs> celebrating a win. He goes, I don't give a fuck if you won 5 nil. Okay. <laughs> and then they made us. They made us drink up, uh, and then 
leave after that. So I um, sent a strongly worded email the day after. Nice. I got a full apology, <laughs> and the bouncer was reprimanded. Cheers, all the best. Well, at least they told you. They told you the bouncer was reprimanded. Don't fuck with me. Oh, sorry. Right? Okay, fine. Sorry. And, and what? <laughs> I will get you reprimanded so hard you won't even see it coming. Oh, we and just had email to the uh, big pudge inbox. Oh God! Oh no! What town was that again? Walsall. Have you ever been back? <laughs> yeah, I've, actually, Walsall is my most visited um, away ground. I've been there about nine times. That's a great fact. Do you uh, yeah. tell it again? Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Do you ever imagine? Right, that, that, you take that to the bank, that one. <laughs> Do you ever imagine behind the box office or whatever they've got there, there's like a little, like, CC, <laughs> cut out CCTV. Do not. Do not s- do not serve. It's a picture yeah. of you with two drinks, like just gurning. Yeah. <laughs> Official police mugshot. <laughs> yeah, but I got a fully, I got a full written apology from like the bloke who owned the club. Brilliant. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, Dear Mr. Ray, thank you for your did... strongly worded letter. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your bewildering email. <laughs> we can only apologise for our team's performance <laughs> and and the bouncer's behaviour. <laughs> please accept this signed shirt. Please, please. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't want it. This opposition club. But uh, during lockdown, obviously, I, I appreciate that a lot of companies are going to struggle, and that's probably why they're, um, uh, let's say, delaying refunds. Um, but we've had one in, yeah, uh, for think... a local company as well, because you and I, John, were supposed to go on a whiskey tasting. Um, ah, at yes. A Tonight. local whiskey bar, which I won't name. Um, and. That was supposed to happen, I think, in April. I think it was Easter weekend, yeah, maybe. Was, yeah. And we haven't got a refund for that still. Seriously? The amount of times we've emailed them already and just nothing has happened. It's getting irritating. It's I'm getting no irritating. I'm no economist, but what, what, what do you reckon the problem is? Like, do you reckon it's like all I the... Get, all... I'm assuming they've got no money. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So is it like all the money mm. went into arranging the event and then they were hoping that when people get there and get wasted... They'll make yeah. a ton of money back on booze. It's yeah, probably all they, to do with like the, predicted incomes and everything. Like the knowing, tasting knowing was for a, dropped off. The tasting was for a whiskey called Tomartin, which I visited the distillery of when I was in Inverness. So it's weird that the only two places I've seen it are in Inverness and Cheltenham. <laughs> um, but that that's where we are at this point. Um, so we're going to do that tasting, um, and Liz bought it for my birthday, and you were going to join me, John. But obviously, it's not going to happen in the near future. And maybe not ever. So we've just said, well, let's just get a refund. But they're they're just not replying. It's weird. The solution is uh, get everything you need from Amazon because they're really good. Yeah, I, well, uh, I have been. I've, I've recently... been buying. It, I've been buying in bulk. The amount of shit in the house is unbelievable. I recently bought a uh, choose your own adventure book. You know those books? Oh. Where it was like turn to page three hundred eight. If you turn left, bought one of those, and it arrived, and every other page was blank. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, <What>? So. <laughs> And That's it, worse it, than them sending you half a book. I know, <laughs> and it's not that it's not that it was like all the pages, but they had extra blank ones in. Oh no, 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 no! There was like literally every other page hadn't printed. So when it said turn to page three hundred and four, I was like, I can't. There's nothing I can't. there. Is, was it was it like make your own adventure to such an extent they just left the pages blank? <laughs> oh, maybe it was. I could have added maybe in my own sub narrative interlaced with theirs. Oh fuck! Well, I've sent it back now. I've got my money back, so. Oh, and what, what I really like about Amazon, and the thing that really just makes me rest easy with Amazon, is that they're just so damn ethical. Oh, like, so ethical. I, I, they treat their workers like really well, and that's it's, why I keep going back <laughs> because I. They clearly, they clearly treat their workers really well because how, like, you wouldn't get a half-written book from Amazon, would you? No, <laughs> certainly not. And 
And tax. Don't ask me about tax. They love it. Tax doesn't apply to people <laughs> like them. I'm pretty sure. They just why can't get it? enough of it. Why should it? Why should it? Look, <laughs> yeah. they, they give me my money back when I ask for it. Fuck tax. Fuck ethical treatment of workers or however you want to call it. Hey, like, let's if my company my was broken into 16 shell companies, which were each located in a different Canary Island, like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be paying 0.1% tax as well. That's yeah. just smart investing. That's fine. It's, e- it's easy when you can build in different dimensions across space and time. It's super easy when you can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and like, you know, just because Jeff... Bezos, or whatever his name is, old Jeff, just because he's got... Bezos, as I like to call him. His personal wealth is more than Denmark. I mean, yeah. that's his business. You What's know? that got to do with anything? He that's entitled to the your, sweat your of your personal own wealth brown. is more than a country. He worked Some hard. Hogwash. Um, I've got one more example of you trying to acquire a refund. Oh, okay. great. I'm, I'm holding here a letter. I can see. Uh, from Team Know How, which is the company that looks after curries. Oh yeah. Oh. Now you'll now you'll remember a few episodes ago I was complaining about curries because they didn't collect my fridge. They didn't. Um, did they? No. they have con- they have now collected my fridge. I'm pleased to uh, pleased to confirm. But it was thanks to the kindness of one of their delivery drivers rather than the actual and our podcast. Um, I'd like to think and our podcast. Sure. Yeah. The uh, the way the, the kindness opinion. of the company itself. <laughs> so I wrote them a tw- a twelve page letter oh. of complaint. Uh, you got. Which con- which Fine. contained all of my tweets, all of my Facebook messages, and so on. Uh, they have written back to me this week. Oh my and god. And I'll, I'll read you the letter. It Excellent. says, Dear Mr. Ray, thank you for your contact dated 28th of April 2020. Please accept my apologies for the delay in this response. I am sorry to learn the problem you experienced with the delivery of your recent order. On checking our systems, I note you are not the registered purchaser. Purchaser. In line with general data protection regulations, we are unable to discuss the order with any anyone other than the purchaser. Please accept my apologies that I'm unable to assist you further on this occasion. There is a, there is a world of pain going their way. <laughs> They're not even going to see it coming. I'm guessing you are the registered purchaser. Well, no, actually, Liz is. <laughs> okay. So that, that is actually correct. However, they know that I have permission from Liz to discuss this matter with them because right. we established it on Twitter and on Facebook and on email oh. and on phone. Yeah, in the corporate world, that's a fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, massively, yeah. massively, and there's there's so much pain coming their way. Oh fuck! Yeah, honestly, let's, let's not honestly. let this rest. Bear in mind, my twelve page letter contained a photo of me holding a photo of me pointing at the fridge that was left on my drive. I then tweeted them a photo of me holding the letter of me holding the photo of me holding of me pointing at the fridge. There's so much coming. There's so much more to come. So you're going for the Russian doll approach of yeah, I am, people yeah. by letter. Yeah. I love I love I'm, it. Yeah. I'm going to accelerate this now. Yeah, I think the next stage is to take a photo of that, of all of that. Oh I God. will I will not be fobbed off. That's was it, apparent. Was it like it, now you you know, uh, you have recently gotten engaged, which is wonderful mm. news. Hooray! Uh, um, Thank you. I don't think we've mentioned it on here, actually. No, no that, that was that's how we mentioned it now on the podcast. I'm, I'm that's it. Now we just we just dropped it into a Curry's anecdote. <laughs> My point is, is forcing your your lovely fiance to <laughs> kind of sit at the typewriter and transcribe your forty-eight page letter while you're pacing around the room. <laughs> Liz, take a take a memo. <laughs> take, a, take, a take a memo. A memo. You'll need Take a ream del- for this Another one, delicious Liz. memo. <laughs> Prepare a fresh ream. You're going to need it. I, I do. No, I'm going to send them exactly the same document plus an additional few pages. An appendix. And I'm going to send them back their letter as well. 
Oh, brilliant, yeah. Could you just go copy, like, uh, find, replace your name with the registered yeah. owner's name? Well, I'm going gonna, gonna to include my original letter, then I'm going to include the same letter, but from Liz. Then I'm going to add a few additional pages, then I'm going to send them their letter back as well. Just add so a few gonna pages. There's going to be quite a lot of paperwork for them. Just add a lot of pages. You know, you could put a word search in there, maybe a crossword. <laughs> and then I'm going to different. Yeah. And then I'm going to make every other page blank. Oh my yes. god! Do it. I know. I know how annoying that is. That will work. Do I'm going to do a. I'm going to do a. Choo- I'm going to do a choose your own refund uh, letter. <laughs> do a spot the difference, and one's a photo of your house with a fridge in front of it. Yes. And the yes. other's a photo of it without. <laughs> no, one's one's a photo with it with, and one's a photo of it with, but on fire. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that annoyed me when that came through this week. Mm-hmm. I'd almost, I'd actually almost forgotten about it, but they they riled me. Ah, so they could have get, they get could, ready, get ready because it's this coming. This could have this could have gone away, but what they've done now is reignited it in such a way. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. It's very exciting. They could have just said, "I'm so sorry. Please enjoy this uh, free voucher of, to the value of." Three grand or this something. Gift basket of hands, and, and that would have been the end of it. I'd said no more. Yeah, a um, fruit basket. But now, they, but now, or a fruit, or whatever, fruit a basket gift of, hands. of some sort, an acknowledgement of guilt, and a fruit basket slash voucher for three grand. I yeah. do remember, um, the sheer... and it would have gone away, but it's not going away now. The sheer joy I felt when I, the one time I fought and successfully won a parking charge dispute. Mm. You know, it wasn't quite twelve pages. But I remember when, because oh, yeah. I parked in my own parking space, my own parking space, and they gave me a ticket because they were like, "We well, don't have, you don't have a permit in your in your window." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's it's my car. It's registered here." They're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, but you don't have a permit. It's my space. Like, I, you know, um, what I'm, more can I do? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really not. You never sent us a permit, and I'm I'm parked in my space. And I'm like, yes, sir. But there were signs up everywhere saying you need to show a permit. And did I go out into the car park and take photos at each of the cardinal directions to show I'm guessing you did. should. I did. You should. I did. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly what you should Hang do. on, though, John. What you didn't do is take a picture of you taking pictures of every cardinal. No, direction. I should have been like, just pointing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the cover that's, of that's Hello Magazine. That's the, photo, that's the photo I tweeted to them of me pointing at the fridge. <laughs> oh, I remember. I sent them, uh, then I sent them a photo of me holding a photo of that. Did that yeah. When we got a parking ticket once, just to finish this off... Um, we were going to a charity event at a hotel, uh, which was for the charity Liz worked for. And we then got a parking fine um, for parking there because we weren't hotel guests. But it was a 1920s theme. So we were in an outfit befitting that title. Um, so my defence was, look at what we're wearing. We were obviously at this event and you cannot therefore give us a parking ticket because we were there at a charity event that was being held and covered yes, by your hotel. Good. So my defence was, well, my defence like, basically was, like, look Mr. at Ray. us. <laughs> Mr. Ray, we get this yeah. defence daily. I do not know <laughs> why you would think that that would sort anything out. We constantly get pictures of our yeah. clients in 1920s dress. Please, please consider this subject. But to, be, to be fair, they to be fair, only took me one letter that time and they said, yeah, fair enough. You, We're not going to find you anymore. Fair enough. Yeah. Look I at said, you. look at us. <laughs> do you feel that we've lost something in the modern era when now if we're unhappy about something we take to twitter whereas back in the day you would just write a letter yeah you would be like a man of letters but being public about it is the so only way you'll get a response if you if you don't tweet them That's they true. won't respond to you you've That's got to, you've got to be aggressive otherwise you won't get anywhere oh yeah you say that but i've 
I've dealt with a lot of organizations which just will ignore you. Like that's what they I'm saying. That's why they'll ignore care. you. Yeah. That's why you've got to be aggressive about it. Otherwise, that you won't Same get anywhere. Pictures of pictures. You've got to, you've got to hound them on every social media platform available on the phone, in post, and in person if oh, you can. So it's a lot of work. But... It's a lot of work. Have you ever? Have you ever just like not as a complaint, not mm. to get a refund? But have you ever just contacted a company out of the blue in the hope that you might get? some free stuff because you always get you hear like those news stories like that little girl who wrote to tesco's i think to say why is your tiger bread called tiger bread it's not stripey and they were like oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna rename it and call it giraffe bread now and here's 10 free loaves yeah a day yeah i mean you're you're not gonna be able to eat all them before they go stale that that was an empty gesture but my friend's dad used to um, used to eat this one brand of soup every single day, like tin soup. <laughs> God knows what his toilets were like, but uh, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, one day they changed the recipe, I think, or something, and it was like he'd been having this daily. So of every customer that they have, he was infinitely equipped to know that something had changed, and uh, so he stopped buying it because he didn't like it anymore. And he sent them a, 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 a letter, and he was just like. I don't expect anything from this letter, but I just want to let you know that your recent recipe change has led to me not buying your product anymore because I don't enjoy it. Thank you very much. Yours sincerely, whoever he was. And uh, they sent him vouchers for more of the soup. Why would he want that? He doesn't want the soup. He said that. Yeah. He said he didn't like the soup. So it doesn't always work out. Just saying, you might get a chicken nugget full of bones. I'm trying to think of an occasion when I've done that, and I must have done it, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. I, I want do. to start um, chicken nugget full of bones as a phrase for when you don't get what you want, by the way. So it's like, oh, that's a right chicken nugget full of bones. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. I, this may be like urban legend, but when I, I remember a teacher at secondary school telling, telling us about um, a friend of theirs who had written to Roundtrees to complain oh, yeah. that there were too many green fruit pastels in their tube. The greens I didn't are, mind the green. I didn't greens mind are the good. green fruit I love the green. Yeah, I like, I like the green ones. I think they're all amazing. Green and green and purple. <laughs> oh, all really good. No, I'm a big fan of the wine gum. I'm a big pan, big pan, a big a big pan of fruit pastel would make me very happy. <laughs> and apparently, the, the, urban, the legend goes that they got sent a crate of fruit pastels because they because they mentioned that. Well, well, I'd be a, is, a, lot of com- a lot of companies do that now because they know that people will put it on Twitter and they'll get good PR out of it. Plus, mm. it costs them next to nothing to send yeah. you a load yeah. of their stock. Yeah, but time it takes yeah. them to uh, click uh, enter on the email, they've already made the money they've lost back from sending yeah. you a crate. With, with new customers. <laughs> God, can you imagine? How do you suppose, like, you always, you know, like when people suppose, supposedly win, like... Uh, Oh, you've won a lifetime supply of beer. Or you've won, I like... always think about this. Yeah. How does it that's, work? That's probably, that's probably based on a, an average, isn't it? I always picture it, right, as a dump truck pulling up at your house. Full. <laughs> full of. So if it's chicken nuggets, lifetime supply of chicken nuggets, it's just a dump truck full of loose chicken nuggets. Where <laughs> do you want just, them? <laughs> they just tip them onto your lawn and then fuck off. <laughs> and then the crows descend. <laughs> oh, no. No. No, yeah. my precious nuggets. Like, Surely they work out what work it out on the average life expectancy and then the average amount per year. And then they probably send you vouchers, which is really disappointing because I want yeah. nuggets through I would, my I would, door. Yeah, I would rather the dump truck, even if it was a huge inconvenience. What even I would if... take, what I would take, is they install a pipe into my house, right? And it's, <laughs> and it's got a chicken nugget flap on the inside of the house. I don't mind which room they come into. I'm not fussy, right? There's just a flap and a and a, and a hole, 
And then every day, you just hit a little bell rings. And I'm like, yes! And I run to the spout. <laughs> like a hamster. <laughs> that's, that's, that's conditioning. I just that made conditioning. Wait, so you don't even... You don't even get to flick a switch or pull a no, rope. They just come at a, at a set it's, time. It's feeding time. It's feeding time. when it comes. I just have to listen for the bell. Is it the same? So it's not the same time every day. No. <laughs> it that could is, be the middle of the that night. That, I mean, that's, that sounds like a terrible existence. Oh, I, you wouldn't be able to sleep. No. Are you God, no. You can't sleep. How, how many come at a time? Is it? I mean, I think that would vary as well. But it's always an average amount that you'll get over a week, say. Right. But like, it could be ten, it could be four. I mean, who knows? That's what they call a Skinner box. They found <laughs> they they found like when they were they had like I don't know mice or squirrels in a lab, and they found that right. like if you train them to press a button, uh, and they'll get like one nugget, they they lose interest. They don't care. But oh. if there's like a randomized element where sometimes it's one or sometimes it's ten. Uh, that's how yeah. they get addicted to it yeah that's I what they say that. with dog when you're dog training you shouldn't give a dog a treat every time because otherwise they'll just know uh, like if you if you switch it up and don't give them a treat every time but say good or whatever then they they will know to do it more because they might get something there's a chance of it they, this will definitely happen if that happens sort of yeah thing. you see what i can when you described it nick what i kind of imagined was that you had like uh a series of piping and guttering like going around the house. I kind of, this is no. my brain went to like you just being on the sofa, feeling a little hungry, and then being able to like pull a rope and just mm. like a, like a no. shower of nuggets would kind of come down a pipe. See, that's very decadent, hedonistic almost, I'd say. But like mine, for, <laughs> my my fantasy for some reason involved me having to sprint through my house to the spout <laughs> with a bowl or just my open mouth and just like when I hear the bell, just going then. I don't know why that was what I thought would be the best. <laughs> except, except the opening is at ground level, so you yes. can't you can't even like put a bowl under it. You've got to get down and and just kind of like open your mouth. Yeah, and you've got to eat them fast because otherwise they're going to fall on the floor, and no one wants that. <laughs> so got, um, yeah, I've got a hate. Got a hate. While you do, your, while you start your hate, John, John, I'm going to grab a beer. Oh, what oh, the please. fuck is you going on here? You carry on. This I'll episode, be back. Geez, I'm going to have to pop off for a bit then. Yeah. The cat's okay. back Bye. as well. Anything could happen. Um, Tell us all about it, John. I hate the sexification of allergies. Okay. 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 <laughs> now, this this builds on complaints I've had in the past about mm-hmm. marketing just clutching at straws. Like, just desperately... Everyone, everyone assumes that, like, a marketing executive knows what they're doing, but actually they're like... Oh hey guys, good news. Uh, yeah, our, our agency just landed the uh, we just landed the um, the toilet paper deal. The toilet paper deal. We're going to be selling toilet paper, and oh, everyone goes one. and they go, "Oh great, yeah, that's like fifty mil. It's going to be amazing." And they shut the door on the client. They go, "Yeah, no, don't worry about it. In, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get you there. It's going to be fine." And then they all start crying. What have we done? Oh my god, we don't. What are we going to do? Don't know anything. Marketing is all a lie. We have no idea. And it's that's true, why they is. and that's why they come up with campaigns where they're like, "Are you a folder?" Or a scruncher. Oh, for God's sake. Because we've got no fucking idea. So, uh, Chris Ray, what you missed is I hate mm. I hate the sexification of allergies. Oh, yeah. Which which is basically like when you're trying to market something which is inherently... Non-sexy. Non-sexy, non-marketable. But if you, don't mind, if you don't mind me saying, John, you have historically had a number of allergies. This is my point. I 
So how how in how has the advertising differed from when you were young? It hasn't really. I I think what just really annoys me is hay fever in particular kills mm. me. Like I have I have really bad hay fever. Yes, you do. Uh, I'm on some quite wonderful drugs right now, which I have to get from uh, a doctor. I have to get actually on a prescription because they're a little more powerful. A doctor. A doctor. Don't trust them. Uh, no, just go and. Uh, I don't know, chew, chew, chew on a willow branch or something. Yeah, like exactly. Eat a rose. Doctor, doctors don't know what they're talking about. But my point is, like, it annoys me twofold. Every time I see an advert for... I saw one the other day, and it was just for, like, one of those, like, over-the-counter kind of off-the-shelf, like, nasal sprays. And it's like... And the advert's like, oh, here's to all the allergy, like, you know, the allergy hiders. You know who you are. And the video is like, a couple driving in like an open roof car through like this field of flowers and the lady in the car like oh oh she's got a bit of hay fever like oh her nose is running but she doesn't want her partner to see that she because has an allergy because he's a monster that's weird, that's weird. <laughs> so she kind of like looks to the side and kind of like just like like snuffles her nose on like her sleeve and the, and the voiceover is like here's to all the allergy hiders you know who you are and and I'm like, this is a, such a weird campaign angle. Yeah, and I bet there's like a whole, you know. Then they're like, here's to all the allergy warriors or something like that, and there'll be like a big tough guy, like you know, outdoors and refusing to sneeze. You know, <laughs> and it annoys me because like everyone in these in these hay fever adverts, and yes, it is hay fever. Everyone in these bloody adverts has like the mildest iteration of the symptoms, where they go, like, oh, my my eyes are a little, oh, I've got a bit of a tear, or they go. Oh, you know, and then they go, <laughs> and then li- little, you know, get the squeezy bottle out, go sniff, sniff, up the nose. Ah, oh, it's fine. I can now Better run now. out into a field. A, that's bullshit. That has never... I mean, I was, I was with you at Witchwood Festival in Cheltenham, John, when you were pretty much dying of hay fever. Yeah. It's horrendous. Yeah. You were blind. Yeah. You were if dribbling. It, yeah. It, it's, it's like a physical pain. It's yeah. like your, yeah. your, your head, your nose, your eyes, they, they ache. It's not even like a burn. They just, they hurt. Well, my entire body hurts. And if they tried to make an advert with actual hay fever sufferers, it would not be pretty. No. It'd be like leaking. From are, you, are you annoyed that you don't look sexy when you have hay fever? Nobody <laughs> does. It's a lie. <laughs> it's an absolute lie. Like, people are going into, like, anaphylactic shock because they looked at a, I don't know, bloody daisy or something like that. <laughs> and some tosser in a, in a marketing suite is going, how can we make hay fever sexy? Like, I just, just, I don't care. You could sell it in like a brown bottle. You could sell it in like a grey brick, which I have to lick once a That's day. Thing, I do not it? care. This isn't the kind of project product that lives or dies in sales based on how sexy you make it. People yeah. have hay fever. That is a fact. People want drugs that cure hay fever symptoms if they have it. Mm. So they're going to buy your product. Like, what you should be selling it on is how well it solves the problem, not some weird like weird idea. Ooh, fuck off. I feel like we live in an age now that people are more aware of everything. So people are people are just like, I know what hay hay fever is. I know what I need to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Whereas like previously, people were stupid. Yeah. Uh, and they needed to be advertised to in a sexy way. Yeah. I but, think you're right. So companies have now cottoned onto that and thought, ah, the sexiness worked. Let's continue that. <laughs> or I think they have this idea where it's like. Everyone knows everything about everything now. We can't say anything new. And if we try to, we'll be exposed for being liars because we essentially are. 
So mm. what we need to do is something quirky and something weird that sticks out in people's minds. I hate that. I hate that. Where people go, oh, we, we want to go viral. I think I've mentioned this before. Yeah. When uh, I can't, that is probably my least favourite phrase now. I want, we want to go viral. Oh, I actually, I've actually spent this last week designing a campaign for a client. I can't really tell you any more about it than that. But, um, but it was, uh, it was quite, yeah. Well, it's, you're just not worth it, really. <laughs> you wouldn't um, understand. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. It's way beyond you. And actually, I'd, I'd, have swi- I'd have switched off anyway. <laughs> there was some of this sort of thinking, like how can we make this topic um, a bit more interesting but one of the things mm. i had on this video call with with this client was like how do you go viral that's what, that's oh, what she asked no. me oh god because it's a social media campaign that i'm designing and it was like how do just out of interest as if to say like we're not necessarily going to want to go viral but just out of interest how do you go viral and i was like well i wish i could give you the formula for going viral yeah. <laughs> but again I do. I do feel like this entire podcast boils down to not liking marketing, and yet all kind of working in that area. <laughs> yeah, you work. I think Chris works. We marketing. know. We know too much. We know too much. I think that's our problem. I just like if you worked it out. Like if if they said like how 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 do you go viral, and if you just kind of like spoken from the heart, just use the hashtag viral. Yeah, if you started like. Talk, you just start talking and you don't know where it's coming from. It's like you've just opened up this well inside you and slowly the doors open and more and more people come into the room because, you know, they just stop what they're doing because you've solved marketing. Yeah, Like, done. you've done it. It's over. Yeah. You've just put everybody out of a job because you did it right. Mm. Nobody knows. There's no way of knowing. No. But I do know that if I was designing a hay fever ad, it would be more like a David Lynch movie. It would just be like <laughs> we rated eighteen. Somebody, it'd be, it'd be like it'd be like Sin City aesthetic. Oh yeah, actually that'd be quite. And good. When, whenever anyone sneezes, it comes out in bright yellow. Oh yeah, God. and their eyes oh, no. are just red, and like they <laughs> yeah. they, they just kind of like look up at the sky and scream, and then it just cuts yeah. to the I think brand like, name. When it... <laughs> <laughs> Hard cut. I think when it comes to marketing a medicine, which is essentially what we're talking about here, I, I don't think I want gimmicks. Like, that puts me off of the medicine. Yeah. That makes me think of old patent, like, like tonics and stuff back from the 1800s or whatever. It's like, oh, Mr. Miracle's like acne juice. <laughs> All right, right, yeah, I'm not going to put that in my mouth. It was mostly, the good thing, actually, I would, I would actually, I do want to go back to those days of, like, elixirs, because it was mostly opium. That's true. It's laudanum no. and, and opium. <laughs> and I, like we were talking about off air about how much, or was it on air? I can't remember. Uh, about how much a beer helps. It all, mer- it all merges <laughs> now, doesn't it? On air, off air, it don't really matter. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm on a podcast all the time. <laughs> but yeah, just like a beer helps sometimes to quieten the voices in your head, uh, so does a lot of opium, probably. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> I, um, is that you used to get like, uh, they talk about like a, n- a nerve tonic. That sort mm. of thing, and it was basically just like a mix of, I'd say, laudanum, a uh, bit of booze, maybe yeah. a few herbs, and a bit of lavender oil for flavour. Yeah, it's just tingly, yeah. you know, yeah. and you can't feel your feet after you drink it. And it's one. I remember, I remember hearing that it doesn't matter whether it solves the problem. What matters is whether it does something, because if it does something, then people are like, oh, it must be doing something. Whereas if it didn't do anything, that is to say, it didn't have any yeah. effect on you at all. They're like, this is useless. This doesn't work. Even if it's doing more harm than good in the long term. It's doing yeah. something. Um, I, uh... <coughs> it's, the Simpsons. It's, the, it's another line from The Simpsons, isn't it? The only thing I could give you would be a placebo. Where can we get these placebos? Maybe, Maybe there's some of this truck. 
Then they turn the truck over and it's killer bees. <laughs> I'm cured. I mean, ow. <laughs> I, I mean, ouch. Um, I, re- I, I remember reading about um, back in the days of like elixirs and miracle cures. They all thought that like lead was like a wonderful thing. Like lead would just like sort you right out. So was it lead or mercury? It was oh, like... mercury. Mercury was often used as a cure all, wasn't it? Isn't yeah. isn't lead isn't lead incredibly harmful? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So is mercury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I could be getting this wrong, but I swear they'd get like a, a lump of lead or something, and you swallow it, mm. and then it would go all the way through you. Probably make you much much sicker. Sure. And then it certainly, cl- it would certainly clean your insides. Oh, it? it would. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when you when everything you, poop, you need when you poop it out, you'd um, you know wash it off and. Um, Save it for the next time. Great. That would be an almighty thud, wouldn't it? <laughs> my um, my break, parents the porcelain, break, the por- break the porcelain with that. My parents told me how they, when they were in um, science class, when they were kids at school, that they used to get mercury out onto the desk and they used to just pu- push it around with their fingers. And uh, my dad re- remembers sort of, sort of reminiscing, like, it was really weird because by the end of the lesson, it had all gone. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it had evaporated. <laughs> And it was inside you now. It's inside you now, Dad. <laughs> it's really weird, that. Yeah. It's really weird. It's all gone. Where'd it go? I... And the teacher's just like fucked off in his mind at the front. Like, <laughs> this is the third Mercury lesson today. There's, <laughs> there's, um, there's an absolutely amazing uh, podcast called uh, S-Town. I would called a, called a show called Hate. Well, it's a there's a well, it's a different genre. I don't want to say it's it's better. It's just it comes from a genre about it's probably better journalistic integrity. So yeah, it's it's alright. Oh, that sounds definitely better. But um, they there was this guy who basically he could do this this like process called flame gilding. Like he 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 repaired clocks, okay. and it was like this insanely dangerous old way of making uh, something gold. Right. So he said, you take a load of gold and you dissolve it in mercury. Oh my god! Which is already kind of like hella toxic, and 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 then you take this golden liquid, you paint it where you want it to go, oh. and then you get like a blowtorch out and you blowtorch it, and oh, the mercury evaporates. evaporates and leaves the gold behind. Great. And um, apparently they used to use mercury um, in the hat making industry. Yes, hence the Mad Hatter, isn't it? Yeah, because it kind of there's like an advanced form of mercury poisoning where you do kind of go insane, <laughs> Woo-hoo! which is which is good. Great, I guess. The uh, we have, I think, I can't I wait we've... to find out what is harmful to us that we use every day. Oh God, like the whole asbestos thing. It's just like, yeah, yeah I you can't wait. It's going to be great. Jewelry in fifty oh, no! years, where we all find out that things we use every day have been incredibly harmful to our well-being. Yeah, can't wait. It's gonna be great. Oh, wait. It's gonna be a great. Like day. mobile mobile phones will be banned in fifty years because they're so harmful. <laughs> There's actually a uh, we actually have a, a, a blob of mercury in uh, in the room. I'm staring at it right now. Yeah, yeah, I have some mercury somewhere as well. Yeah, it's in like a little. Oh no, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone out. <laughs> I think my I think my chemistry teacher told me back in the day about how, or so like a friend of a friend of a friend. It's some kind of story about how like their scout hut. Their scout or cubmaster back when they used to have like oh how to get your science badge or whatever oh yeah they used to get like little they had like little drops of mercury so they you know much like your dad was describing like they get like a little drop and you chase it around and <laughs> they the go cat. oh where where did the mercury go I don't know and then apparently <laughs> years la- years later when they renovated um, 
the building. They ripped up the floorboards and they found there was a like a little ocean of mercury oh under the floorboards because it had just fallen through the floor and it just sat there. So God knows what they've been breathing in for years. Oh, jeez. That's terrifying, That's... isn't it? Yeah, I'd like it to is. touch yeah. it. I, no, I don't want to touch it. I kind of want to have like gloves I do, on or something. I want to but... know how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> my, my parents said they had it in the palms of their hands. They were just like rocking it backwards and forwards from one hand Wee. to the next. It's mad. Those are the days. That's hey, mad. weren't they just? Those anyway, are the days. Do we have what? any community uh, love or hates this time? Nah, didn't check. Great. I should have <laughs> said that off air. <laughs> no, we'll cut that. They won't, they won't hear anything. It's fine. <laughs> Who's got a love? I, I don't look at the Facebook group for God's. What do you think I am? Stupid. We do love you, uh, listeners. We do. No, we do have some loves, but we'll, we'll get to them in our next episode. The saving them. Excellent. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, I've got a love. Um, I love the fact that the Catamarang Daily Comics are back. Oh! oh, oh shameless, shameless self-promotion. Shameless Putting plug. the hack into life hack. <laughs> Damn see. right. Damn right. I know it's basically just a glorified ad, but at the same time, um, it's, it's another big punch product to enjoy. So there's that. Oh, um, you're bringing me round. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, there's some, there's some real genuine uh, positive um, vibes it's bringing me at the moment, which is good. Um, it feels good to, to be telling stories with them again. Uh, I used to do, for, for context, I used to do a daily comic years ago. Yeah, let's, um, let's bring it back. Let's assume that everyone listens to this podcast because of our humour <laughs> breakout talent. Sure, um, okay. Who are you, Nick, and what do you do? Hello there, I'm Nick Angel, and I draw... <laughs> I draw silly pictures um i i draw comics um as i think we talked about before and um, one of the comics i drew, i started drawing in 2010 as a daily comic so i drew a four panel like joke strip comic every single day for what turned out to be a thousand days uh way back then and finished in i think it was late 2012 because it was nearly or maybe i don't know anyway either way it was nearly three years of comics every single day and that was pretty tough going but it, it sort of resulted in a big uh, sort of story and, and world for these daft two characters who sail around in a catamaran and um, I've sort of since then done other drawingy bits with them and I've always thought oh could I do it could I do the daily comics again because it was really hard uh, every single day trying to think of something at least remotely funny to draw and say um, but then I realized that this year was the 10th anniversary of catamaran uh, on September the 21st, it will be 10 years since I've been drawing them, which is mad. So I thought I will bring the Daily Comics back as a sort of lead up to that day. Um, so I'm, I've done number seven today. And so in a 93 strips time, it will be their 10th anniversary. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So, How yeah. are you finding? I'm actually, this is amazing. I'm actually finding it quite, not easy. It's not easy. It's never easy, but it's, it's, it's coming naturally. It's, I'm not having to like sit and tear my hair out and struggle trying to think of something. I feel like, like I've, I've grown them as characters so much over the 10 years I've been drawing them that actually like I have a fair amount to pull from now, which is kind of cool. Um, and telling stories kind of is coming a little bit more naturally, I think, than maybe even it was back then when I did the first thousand. So, yeah. Is it Good. hard to update these beloved characters for a new era? Like, because a lot's happened in 10 years. Like, this is true. <laughs> you know, will Catamarang really resonate with an 18-year-old today? Can you work TikTok in? Something? That's the thing, isn't it? I've got to get Fortnite in. I've got to get TikTok in. I've got to get memes. Nick, Some sweet food. memes. None, none, <laughs> none of the characters have, have arms or legs. They're not going to be able to do any of the dances, which I understand are popular on Fortnite. And... Oh, God. Both of those platforms, TikTok and Fortnite, are popular because of dancing. 
Oh, God. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, never mind. Oh, well, turns out I don't care. <laughs> well, if um, if somebody was, was very much enjoying or, uh, the, the, the conversation we just had about Catamarang and they wanted to actually see it with their eyes in a visual medium, how would they see yes, it? Yes, this is possible, be, thanks to the nice. wonders of modern technology and the internet, as I like to call it. Mm. Um, it's going to be massive, best... I think, the internet. It's going to be huge. I, I think it's really got potential, especially now in the middle of lockdown. Yeah. Um, your best, always always best shot is catamarang.com. The comics are on there. But um, the, probably the, 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 the way that helps and supports me as an artist the most is either Instagram or Facebook. So if you go on Facebook and search Catamarang, you'll find it. Or if you go on Instagram and search at Catamarang, all one word, that's M-E-R-I-N-G-U-E, like the dessert. Um, then, yeah, I'm updating both of those places daily uh, with the new strips. So Wonderful. Like, follow, follow along there. And um, yeah, let's, uh, let's have fun. Woo. I enjoy Catamarang. I'm and, glad to hear it. And you. I don't enjoy visual mediums normally. <laughs> I don't like looking at things. I'll tell, like you, I'll tell you the biggest laugh... like music. <laughs> no, well, like the biggest one of the biggest laughs related to Catamarang I've had is when John drew Matt and Kerrang, which I thought was oh, yeah. brilliant. <laughs> that I, was I, that. I, I was just sitting on the I burst out laughing. That, like, that is, in the book, that is excellent. That I'm so glad in the that I can somehow make this moment, Nick, your moment, about, about me. About you, yeah. yeah. Well, look, I think it's, like, I think it's very important that we all share in each other's moments. I like the fact that Chris Ray's favourite catamaran moment is something I didn't draw. I really like that. That's really nice. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say favourite. I said one of. <laughs> That's fair. I, I, was, I was very careful to say one of. Sure, sure, sure. I d- yeah, well, um, there's nothing more to say, really, other than that, that it's bringing me joy at the moment, and I'm happy that it's back, and I hope people would uh, pop along and read it. That's it, really. Uh, Chris Ray, is, is there anything you'd like to shamelessly promote? What's, yeah, what's your love? Um, yes, I'm launching a new business. <laughs> no, <laughs> Toilet uh, socks. <laughs> no, my love is, and well, um, have you heard of a hundred happy days? Uh, is that I've, like a an online challenge? Sort of? It's an online challenge where you have to every day for a hundred days say something that uh, you love and you love doing and you've had fun doing and all this, that and the other. And Liz has been doing it. Um, she has. And it's been good fun. I've enjoyed seeing it and finding the joy in each day where possible in these challenging times. I mm. mean, because the, the, she started it because it was the day after lockdown she started doing it. Oh, so she's right. been doing it throughout lockdown. So she's soon to reach 100 days. I mean, when oh. lockdown was announced, she was very upset. And I thought that was quite rude. Uh, because it meant she'd be spending more time with me. <laughs> um, so she decided to do 100 happy days because I don't bring her enough happiness. No. Well, I could have said that. And 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 who can argue with her? Wait, exactly. wait, wait. Hang on a minute. Hang how on, did a, se- she, hang on how, a second. How, how did she know there was going to be 100 days of lockdown? She didn't. She's still going on. Yeah, but it was still in lockdown. Well, kind of in lockdown. We're not, we, were never, guess... we were never in lockdown, but let's not get started on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, it's like she no, she's on day knowledge. ninety something, I think now. I don't know. Wow. What, I don't know what day she's on. I can have a quick look while we're talking. Um, she, I do. Uh, she run I like, out of things. I like her posts. Yeah. She run out of things to be happy of, much not, like we did. Not yet. Some, some days she's <laughs> she's asked me what she could put, <laughs> and I've had to help her. But um, day eighty nine, she's on, and today's day was our uh, walk in the forest. Um, oh, very nice. She's very nice. So she's only got eleven days left. Do they have to be? 
I do find it amazing that uh, Liz has somehow managed to overtake our own podcast, which in a weird way is about finding things you love as well as hating on things. Sure. Mm. And yet, arguably, she's displaying more creativity oh, definitely. than we have I'd in say the so. entire... I'd say yeah. so. Yeah. Well, I feel this, this podcast is ostensibly about hate. And then... <laughs> And then, and then we find things we love just as a as a balancing Excuse. act. That's yeah. just how we sugar the pill at the end, really, isn't it? Yeah. Just so we're not we're not completely horrible people. Exactly. No, well, yeah. exactly. We don't want to just look like pricks. <laughs> is is a nice thing about having your significant other do a hundred happy days, kind of like waiting for your cameo appearances? Yeah. Like, I was going to yeah. say this. Is it is it looking forward to seeing if and how well, you make her happy? <laughs> um. If I mean, yeah, sure. Um, that's part of it. Why not? Um, yeah, sure. Let's make it about you. <laughs> I mean, her most popular one, generally speaking, actually, the most popular ones in terms of likes have been the ones in which I have appeared. Of course, but I don't. I, would... I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on that. No, but let's dwell on it. But but let's. Um, I mean, the most obviously the most likes she got was uh, our engagement photo. Why is that? Which was very nice. I don't know. People seemed happy for us. Don't know. Okay, why. cool, 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 cool. Which cool. is nice of them. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, but it's weird though because yeah, maybe this this is the beginning of a trend or a correlation because yeah, you what you did play some part in the engagement. Kind you of did, process. yes. So I feel I feel like I played um, something of a, a minor role in that happening. Yes. Yeah, secondary role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off what was her people. second most? Is it like engagement? I, think it's, I, I genuinely think it's me playing Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure though. I might be wrong, but I think it was me. Um, I tell you what, yeah. when she's done with the 100, I want to see um, a breakdown of data and statistics. Like, I want to see charts and graphs that highlight... I mean, if, there, if there's anything that will drain the joy out of that process, it will be the acquisition of statistics. John will love it. John can do oh, it. Get me, get me an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, exactly. Just get I, John the raw data and he'll process the data. Oh my God, yes. Just hearing Sorry, the word raw what, data just excited we're talking him. about Excel spreadsheets, I've done... S- because I'm going to bring it back to football again. You don't get um, two I did, I did a a Jill's lads away days. He's off the chain this year. <laughs> We're off the reservation. It was, it was spreadsheet to to detail what games we've been to. Great. What games we were attending. The cost to attend those games. Who had got tickets? Who hadn't got tickets? Oh, it's it's a masterpiece. That I, spreadsheet. Mona Lisa of Jill's. I've also got a spreadsheet detailing every Gillingham game I've been to ever. Ever. You have talked about this on the podcast before, I think. There's, about yeah, how you I think I have. Yeah. Yeah. There's about 230 games detailed on that. Is it like you've got like uh, a scatter cloud of like uh, goals and then like, you know, you've got beers drunk in bar format and then general <laughs> well, happiness is a line? Think, or I feel like if I actually analyse the amount of beer I drank generally, it would really upset me. Yeah, best, best to leave that <laughs> So one. it's probably best just to not pull on that thread. <laughs> to be honest... Have you got love? Especially at football. Football is really the only time I get properly pissed up now. Great. Well, do, is that just just because of lockdown and social distancing, or just life just in general? Uh, life in general, lockdown, and that the only time, on, ironically, I get pissed is when I'm. Uh, it's just the way. It's just the way it's <laughs> happened. I think. The things like I can't like. I, I I have like a couple of um a couple of beers of a night and then I feel like oh definitely hit my limit mm. and then I chat to yeah. you and you're like oh yeah sorry I really tied one on last night with the lads. <laughs> the problem is because we, we do it we do a weekly <laughs> quiz on um on Zoom. We and my Gillingham supporting friends 
Um, and it's it's heavy. Every week it's very heavy. It's like we're doing shots and for every wrong answer we get and things like that. So it, it gets... By, by about Jesus. half past one in the morning, you're thinking, oh my good God, this is not fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah. sleep, dear God. Let me sleep under yeah. the chicken nugget shoot. Um, John, do you have a love for us? Go, I have Take a love. Home. Nick and, and, or Chris, and Chris. Yeah. Well, and or, yeah. Hardware. Oh, uh, that's oh. shit. I, I um, I've coped quite well during lockdown because of DIY. Yes. And I, my my insatiable lust for um, hammering things uh, was was kind of blocked by not having the necessary supplies. And for two sure. days, it's been very fr- frustrating because I'm trying to renovate this cupboard. Uh, we've got like this weird built-in cupboard thing and I want to put some shelving up and and paint and like I had a roller but I didn't have like uh well I actually had like the, the frame of a paint roller but I didn't have the foam bit that goes over the head. Uh. Or it didn't quite fit, it was the wrong size and then it was the whole thing uh. was too big because the cupboard's quite narrow. And uh. I was like oh and I just had like the scrapings at the bottom of a tub of polyfiller. Like not even the good like it's, it's barely, you love polyfiller. I love polyfiller it's amazing. You could build um, walls out of polyfiller. And I was like you can, you, you can, you can, you can and, I, and you should. Our house practically is. Um, <laughs> and I went to B and Q this morning. Uh, other brands, I can't think of any. But nope. I can't. I I had my no, mask on. Closed. I observed <laughs> social distancing, but I went to B and Q this morning, and my God, I was so <laughs> happy. Like when when I was when I was little and. My dad would go to like home base or something and drag me along and be like, this is the most boring place in the world. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, just like, take me to Toys R Us, please, God. But me browsing MDF earlier, like, it's the happiest I've been. I was like, oh, this is amazing. That's the first like non-food-based shopping trip I've made in three months. <laughs> and it was incredible. And I just love it. Like, we've got, we've got MDF boarding and some planks in the kitchen right now. Just resting on the side, and I the smell the smell of MDF <laughs> is is delightful. It's, like it's carcinogenic, of, I think. It, it it is it is carcinogenic. Don't get too close, <laughs> but the the general aroma is is beautiful. It's like, it's I like think perfume. the smell the smell is mm, purchases. Mm. It's like because mm. I I felt this this morning like I because I've been high risk. I've been shielding. Um, I haven't even done food shopping. I haven't done anything that interacts with any other. See, my theory is you didn't even get a text. You just wanted to get out of food shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I had this weird urge this morning. I was like, I really just want to go shopping. Like, I don't care what I'm spending my money on. But <laughs> oh, I haven't no. been spending. I haven't been spending any money on anything. Like, the joint account is what does all the shopping and everything. And because I haven't been like going into town on the weekend, woo, what shall I buy? Oh, I haven't had any of that. So I just, I found myself just having an urge to buy objects this morning. So I know, I, I know how you feel. Yeah, um, you do occasionally. Thing. Most of your Instagram posts are, I, it's it's, it's for bizarre new. Or old games console you picked sure. up second hand. That's the like, thing. Have you seen that lately? No, you have not, because I I haven't been buying. You did so. gain some bizarre little device for making pixel art. That's true. I did buy that. Yeah, yeah. 
that was the wonder of online buying. But that doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel no. the same way as going into a shop and just burning money on stuff you don't need. That's not. I needed this little pixel art thing. I needed that. That was functional. Oh no, of course no. I know, and I, I think it's wonderful that you, yeah. you have this 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 kind of addiction, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're it's, like, it's a problem. Like, oh Nick, do you have a Game Boy? Well, I've got seventeen actually. <laughs> so fuck it's off. A fine collection of Game Boys. I've even got the Game not... Boy Neon. Which only six were released in southern China. I had to kill all... a man in open combat to this one. <laughs> They all have they... a little piece of Shigeru Miyamoto's skin attached somewhere to them. In time, somebody will kill me for it. But that's the circle of life. That's just how it goes, being a retro <laughs> video game collector. You do Back have off. a device called a Wonder Swan. I yeah. Believe. Which is neither a swan nor wonderful, as I as I understand it. Um, it's quite wonderful, actually. So back off. <laughs> it's a con- it's a console that you can a handheld console you can play in landscape or portrait format. How amazing is that? I mean, no developers took advantage of it, and the console died on its ass. But still, Steve is amazing. So. Even so, especially even so. So there, suck it. Well, yes. anyway, managed to make that about me. Well, no, it's all, right. I, all, all I'm saying is, it's like uh, seconds before we started recording today, I was uh, I was putting another coat of paint on, you know, yourself, myself, yeah. Well, no, to well, kind of yes, because my <laughs> painting outfit at the moment is my pajamas. Okay. So I don't know why. That's a like, bad idea. Um. Yeah, I think I will need new pajamas at some point. But mm. I am kind of just like rapidly changing clothing, just because like if you've got the tools, you can just do it. Like nothing, nothing frustrates me more than having to wait on being able to do something. I'm very impatient. Like everything has to be now. Yeah. So like, you're a product that, of the modern era, John. I am. I need. I need everything now. That's my biggest problem. And I'm just like, they should write a song about that, now. shouldn't they? Like, yeah. Wanting it all they and should... wanting it now. Yeah. No. They should do, they should do or... a song about it. Yeah, or a song called Everything Now. Yeah. Which is a song. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's good. Well, great show, everyone. Let's end on a high. Uh, so, gentlemen, uh, what one? Love or hate? I'm going to vote love. Well, I'm going to... Because my positive. situation with curries is still ongoing, I'm going to vote hate. Okay. Oh, um, we get to decide, John. I'm going to say love. Oh, Yay! for fuck's sake. Because... Yay! I've been huffing a lot of MDF, and <laughs> I just feel good all the time. Yeah, my mercury's gone missing, so I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, thank you, everyone. Thank for you, thank you. Has, th- and thank you, thank you, Chris, thank you. for joining us. Yes, thank you, Chris. Thank, thank you, Chris. Nick. Thank you, Nick, for joining us as well. You're welcome, this, of course. It's been remarkable. Thank you, John. Thank for being you here as well. Thank you, thank you. Also, everyone. Thank you. This so is my so much on my. This is my hundred happy day one. Mm, first one. day of first hundred. Oh, I'm I'm happy that we shared this moment. Okay. Together. Sure. Whatever. I don't. Know. Was that too much chicken or too much mercury? I can't tell. That's a chicken nugget full of bones. <laughs> <laughs>